0: rise, which simply says this, all of our loved ones, if Jesus were to come tonight, before you and
1: I, you can hear the gospel and you don't feel anything, then you are in your most dangerous position.
2: Ding, ding, round two
1: gotten weird, you know. The way we find it's weird. The way you look for it's weird. How do you
2: find new music?
1: Man, I'm lazy. <laughs> I just go like hit them daily mixes on Spotify.
2: That's actually like really good. Like Apple, yeah. Their interface got a lot better. See, man. To where let's just say I was listening to a Band of Horses album yeah. and the album finishes and then it'll start playing bands like the Shins and Yeah. Now granted like Every band that is in the Band of Horse Circle, I like and I already know about because that is my scene. That's your music, yeah. Yeah, but like if I'm listening to Beck, once again, it'll go over to like a Jack White or Black Keys or like something to some some blues rock, right? Yeah. But like when I step off into like M eighty three or like uh, I'm listening to uh, Young the Giant. I'll get a lot of new music that I was like, "Oh crap, man! There's yeah, a lot of good stuff. Some good stuff out here." So yeah, no, that's and the I way think, to do it. And I think like Spotify, I think is like the OG and the very best at building playlists for you. It's
1: just <coughs> they don't they don't update them fast enough for my liking. Okay, you have the same songs on your mix for days at a time. Like if you listen to daily mix one, it'll be. The same exact song. How good
2: is that span for? Is it good for like a 24 or is it yeah, good I for like a like
1: a week. Same song, same order. Oh. It was. Now it's starting to update a little better. In the beginning, it was like the same fucking songs. I
2: used to like Pandora for Discovery until you mess around and like one song. And then, and you, then you, it's you, that, you... It's that band's page now, you know? Yeah, you
1: play... Like, I got this one song that I really enjoy and I listened to it a lot when I first found it. And, uh... Now that I found other tunes from that song that I yeah. like, it's still playing that tune all the time.
2: I have Brian no. Was
1: like, hadn't we already listened to this uh-huh. like three
0: times? Uh
2: huh. Dude, I'm telling you, is like, I don't know why you wouldn't just get your own because it's free. But uh, for whatever reason, I was sharing a Pandora with someone, oh. and they got on my lists and they started liking songs and ruined it.
1: My ex-wife, we used to share Spotify. Mm-hmm. Oh, she, I, I finally, 2019 <laughs> was when I finally got all of her stuff off of like from radio. Yeah. And we've been split up since twenty seventeen definitely yeah. divorced since twenty seventeen yeah been split up since like twenty fifteen
2: I was thinking about dude i've been uh, I've been divorced for five years now, yeah. like a little over under something like that right in that neighborhood, and like with music and with movies like i s some of the some of those interests in bands and stuff still come up sometimes. Uh, it's crazy like crazy and it's not like a bad thing like when i hear no, i don't like, i don't know. get mad or nothing yeah. it's
1: like this has got to be a kaylee song yeah i'll be riding yeah. the corner like, this is fucking kaylee yeah like
2: it. the other day like paramore came on the radio and i'm like huh okay <laughs> yeah oh fuck <laughs> yeah
1: and i just ditched my netflix you account ever, you ever have
2: like be- a band you halfway light or like like, someone you used to be friends with, and y'all don't get along anymore, and like it ruined that band for you? Typhoon. <laughs> Fucking Typhoon, man.
1: One of my ex wife's favorite bands. I liked them too. We went and saw them in concert. Oh, nice. Yeah. Loved them.
2: Not anymore. Not
1: anymore. One of the songs came on the other day, and I'm like, I'm going to let it play, but I'm not happy about it. <laughs> And, like, I can't watch How I Met Your Mother because of my ex-wife.
2: That's actually a pretty good show. I love that you know, show, too, uh, man. I just like, don't want to do it. So, it's Friends, and um, what's the movie, What's the show where it's got the Brainiac as the lead guy? Oh,
1: uh, 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 Sher- I'm watching it, too. Sher- Sherman. Sherman. Sher- no. Sheldon. 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 Yeah, what yeah, is yeah. it? What is that?
2: Big Bang Theory. Yeah, so if you take it. if you ever look it up on like YouTube or something and pull the last track off, it's not a good show. It's not funny. No. Yeah.
1: See, I I've watched season one was good of Big Bang Theory.
2: See, I don't know. I've never really. Tr- I've like I've tried to watch it, but I never tried to watch it in order. But like every episode, I was like, this is not. It's not funny. It's not funny. It's not funny at all. And, like, if it's a show like that, like, I think about shows like The Office. You're not an Office fan, No, right? God, no. But uh, I am. And, like, the thing I appreciate about it is, like, you don't need a laugh track.
1: <laughs> it is funny. I, I but will I say that about The, the funniest of show funny.
2: to me, and it still holds up today, is probably my favorite, like, uh, TV show of all time is Seinfeld.
1: Seinfeld's fantastic. It it's holds
2: timeless. up. I love his little stand-up at the, you know, the thing yeah. about the airplane food? You yeah. know, I love those little...
1: Jerry Seinfeld, I like getting in, comedians in cars getting coffee Yeah. with Jerry Seinfeld. I like that show. Yeah. Jerry's. A,
2: I think he's a great comic.
1: I think he is, man. He's underrated. Or not underrated. No, it was.
2: It was a, He was it, underrated. Larry David was the writer yeah, for Larry, Seinfeld. But yeah. even that show he has now where like he's playing himself in that show. Yeah. And But it's kind of making fun of himself. Yeah, he's making fun of himself. Larry David's a very funny guy. Very funny Jew. <laughs> The Jews. The Jews. They own New York.
1: <laughs> Man, but I've been watching a lot of stand-up, like you are talking about. I've yeah. watched the Bill Burr stand-up. Well, recently. okay, yeah, I saw you. Uh,
2: it. Yeah, so it but you said, fantastic. like, the camera
1: guy was? Camera guy is trash.
2: <laughs> so was it, I saw someone comment, and they were like, so was it an artistic approach? He was like, well, if it was. <laughs> yeah, if it was, it's not right. Yeah.
1: But nah, man, it was like he, the guy wouldn't focus right. He couldn't, he wasn't following him the right way. He was zooming in and out on him. And
2: Yeah. I was hoping to have Cobb here because it's the movie he's most looking forward to. Uh, Bobby Lee uh, went to the premiere for the movie Nope. Nope. You know, the, uh, the alien movie that uh, Jordan Peele is coming out. Okay. Yeah. yeah.
1: Okay.
0: You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I know it's got what like about the now. typical
2: flying saucer yeah, UFO. Yeah. 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 And uh, it's kind of like a cowboy and alien thing. So Bobby Lee is sitting behind Bill Burr and, like, just is trashing him with popcorn. And, like, there's this epic photo of, like, they're at the premiere for Nope. And Bill Burr is just, like, looking back and just steaming him, you know, just yeah. roasting him with his eyes, you yeah. know. Man, Bill Burr, he is,
1: him and uh Thomas Great TV Superior. show writer as well. Yeah. I love it's for Family. Yeah. Hoops. Loved Hoops. Yeah. Him and uh, Tom Segura are probably my favorite comedians right now. Do
2: you think Tom Segura probably has the best business model when it comes to like just anything he does period? Because anything like he, puts his he hands has got him. a Patreon army. Yeah, anything he And his they they on, literally man. do his bidding. Yeah. And I like listening to him and Bill Kreischer like The Two Bears in the Cave podcast. Hell yeah, hell
1: yeah. You I know like what I'm talking
2: about? Yeah, I know that one. It's it's very entertaining. Yeah, you, right?
1: you gonna make it. Man, I, I, I you know I still Dude, mess you only you only a lot.
2: Yeah. Need to get you some knee pads, though. Yeah. So people can make jokes about you at work. Yeah,
1: <laughs> no, nah, everybody's got a knee pads. Like all the maintenance guys got knee pads, all the jammers. Like everybody
2: that does the stuff I do. I keep no, I keep knee pads in my work truck. I bet you do. I rarely use them, but <laughs> sometimes, sometimes if I know I'm going to be, yeah. When the
1: bosses are coming around. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs>
2: gotta get that raised dog you
1: gotta get that raised i want more than seven (laughs) percent
2: oh dude so uh do you think so it takes uh a negative growth over two quarters for the economy to be in a state of a recession so we just entered a state of recession we just entered quarter three and they're crunching the numbers for quarter two which is gonna have negative gdp quarter one had negative so but I, I don't. I don't think nine point six percent is accurate. I think it's more like in the twenties. I think. I, I think it's going to be worse than a recession. I think it might be depression. I think it might. be. yeah, I might think it might reach depression level. And so, like the I blame it on crypto. Really, a thousand percent, dude. I, bl- there, I think there's a lot of factors. Crypto, like with the exception of Bitcoin, Bitcoin is the only one that's well. Ethereum's doing okay, but like all the shit coins, yeah, they're gone. They're dead. Done. NFTs are done. Done. Just, just a joke. Now you missed the boat. Yeah, I saw one like where this guy, you know, the Board Ape yacht, yacht Club or whatever, yeah. the big one, the first one. Uh That NFT, like I saw where a guy bucks. paid like a quarter of a million, and now he can't even sell it for like fifty k. And I was like, I bet you're hurting. God, he's probably beating himself in the fucking dick. Right, because like at his prime, he probably could have sold it for half a million. half a million, straight up. I always get on hot. those. I always get on those trains like too late. I was about to jump on it right on too late. Like I think even like Gary V got on it too late. Yeah, no, he's got, I you know, he's got, a, he's got V friends, and like they throw these events, so yeah. like he's got his own culture. So I think it'll, 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 he, it'll exist. Stay, but yeah. I think value of it is like. It's never gonna be like what it was. No, NFTs are over, man. I tell you what, I recently did it work. What was that I pulled uh, all money uh, going to my four hundred one k. I don't give. I don't have a four hundred one k anymore. Like whatever I've given, it's there. But uh, and when I when I was talking to our payroll lady, she looked at me like I thought her eyes were gonna pop out of her head. She's like, "What?" I was like. Social Security is not going to be around by the time I get old enough to retire, if retirement's even a thing by that time. Yeah. And I was like, 401K would be the next thing to be dissolved. And I was like, I would rather have that money and invest it how I see fit and stake out my own claim and my own retirement rather than give to a 401K that may or may not exist. Yeah. May get taken Am away. I, is it foolish? I don't know. But like, and I've been looking Jumping at it like no i was thinking in hard assets like gold and silver okay but i like but i I haven't decided so right now but i don't want to have like i pulled all my money uh out of the stock market i pulled all of my money out of saving accounts which wasn't much but like and like i started focusing on like which I, i couldn't even make my mind up that this was done but like trying to get my truck paid off i'll have it paid off in two months and then, like working on credit card debt and getting that knocked up knocked out, and so like i'm just- i'm I'm working hard on like fi- debt fi- free. financial freedom yeah
1: that that is that is a little bit of security that having money in the bank can't give you I
2: don't trust the money in the bank if you got money in the bank i still you, they i i i invest in uh Gemini and <clears throat> this is my quote unquote savings is uh i weekly twice a week Tuesday Thursday. I put five dollars in Gemini, five dollars in Bitcoin, and the interest rate went up on it. Gemini has eight point zero six percent interest. No shit. Bitcoin has three percent, and so not only am I buying bits and pieces of Bitcoin, I don't say you might. Have it's one. also like better than what you would get at a savings account at a bank.
1: It's probably like twenty grand. You probably get one for twenty grand right now with it being sun or Sunday in the market world. They're probably running for like nineteen thousand right now.
2: I was hoping it was gonna get lower. I was hoping it was gonna get like below ten K. And buy a couple. I was thinking about it. Yeah. Because it's gonna go back up. Yeah, it's gonna that's, it, El, that's no way. That is can. El Salvador and two or three countries in Africa. That is their currency. Like they are Bitcoin. Yeah, that's why they pulled out of like Fed money.
1: Yeah. I I think we need but like to like when people when, too, when people
2: shit on Bitcoin. And like these alternative uh, currencies is, dude. Why are you putting so much trust in a dollar? Don't you think it? They print it. It's not real.
1: I don't mind Bitcoin. I I'm very intrigued about it. I'm not putting any money in the stock market.
2: Oh, I pulled it. I pulled it. I pulled it. I pulled. I pulled, I pulled everything I had out. It's too volatile. The only thing I was wanting to do, just go to Elon Musk for a second. Is I was thinking about shorting Tesla. Because you know, like, this is what happened with the stunt market. And for those of you who don't know what a a short... They quit. You can now. But when you short a company, let's just say that Tesla's valued at $500. If I short it, uh, I'm not actually buying the stock. And so I am... Let's just say I'm borrowing stocks in that company. And what I'm betting is I, I'm locked in at 500. I need it to drop, and the, to and the more way. it dramatically drops, I sell that short and that dividend of whatever it is. That's what's mine. Yeah, because I was loaning that to that company to help keep it afloat.
1: Increase their stock, but
2: as it drops, I pull my short out, and then it continues to bottom.
1: Yeah, Tesla is fucking up. like
2: Elon. Musk you know the the whole Twitter thing.
1: Fucking everybody up
2: i thought that was a ventriloquist or like a magician trick of his and i think it worked but it's not working anymore is it's kind of like it's kind of like look at my right hand twitter and everything i'm trolling them with and trying to buy them while i liquidate eight billion worth of stock in tesla if i can keep your mind off that people who are invested in tesla they won't get out when i get out and then one day everybody will realize it and the value plummets I think he's trying to get out without people knowing it. Yeah, I think he's silently. Well, does out he attention. actually want to I don't think so. No, I thought it was a big joke. Now he has to go to court. Yeah, no, he might get stuck with it too. I don't think so. You don't think I he think, will? I think the way it'll go down is either a he'll have to pay that one billion that was in the contract for breaking contract. Yeah. Or uh, when he might win when they go to court. Twitter goes to Discovery, and they have to be honest about how many actual users and bots are on there, and that will devalue it even further, and he gets a better price on it. Yeah. I don't know which way to go. I I know they are doing court in Delaware, and that is one of the hardest places to win when it comes to business and contracts like that. And I think that's why Twitter chose to Delaware. And, you know, getting back to crypto... I hear
1: people talking about making 50s of dollars on Shibas right
2: now. (laughs) That is the only shit coin that is actually sustaining. The value is like minimal, but like people are still pumping a ridiculous amount of money. They're still trading
1: that shit like crazy, man.
2: I got out. I think when it hit its peak at what seventy five cents, like everybody thought, to the moon. Yeah, <laughs> I remember last summer everybody was talking about fucking to the moon. I was too. <laughs> to the moon? Like, no, dude. Doge coin. Now invest in it, you're an
1: idiot. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, there's people talking about making like you know, like I said, fifties of dollars on Shiba and Doge right now.
2: Yeah. I, any any net gain is better than a loss, though. Yeah, for sure. I'm not going to make fun of somebody for, like, if they made a good investment, and in, even if it only got them 10 bucks, you know.
1: There's somebody I know personally that's telling me, man, I made 50 bucks on my Shiba yesterday. I'm like, fuck, how much do you have?
2: That's two packs of cigarettes and a case of beer. Yeah. <laughs> Congrats. Yeah. I'm like, fuck, how much Shiba do you have, man? I had $5 billion. Yeah. <laughs> It went up 0.03 cents, and I got out. Yeah, I
1: jumped out, man. <laughs> Dipping the toe man. It's the best way, and there is some weight behind that too. Jumping in, jumping out. You can yeah, they, you can you make twenties like of dollars. The, the that day way. trading of crypto. Yeah, no, you can't day trade crypto. Yes, you can. Well, they those, do those shit coins. Yes, yeah. You can. yeah.
2: They're so they're so. That's way more volatile than like. You know, most day traders. They don't even trade in the stock market. They do currency. Yeah. And I have a friend down the road, he does uh currency trade. Like he doesn't even work. Yeah. Like said, he just day trades two or three times a week. Yeah. And pull it in like ten, fifteen K. Yeah.
1: If you if you got the brain power to do it, man. That's
2: right. And so right when I saw everything going down between Ukraine and Russia and I saw the Ruple plummet, I was like, I'm not doing it, but you know more about it than me. I think I would buy a lot of Ruple right now. And he did, and he texted me the other day, and he said, thanks, because the ruple is stronger than what it's been in 20 years. Shit. It's the strongest currency in the world right now, last I checked. It's doing better than ours. Well, ours has a guaranteed value. Well, I mean, I don't know. It's locked it, What's in. it backed
1: by? Is it backed by anything, or is it backed by oil? It's back, I think it's backed by oil. I think that's why they're so
2: fucking Who's in control of it. the oil?
1: The Arab people, usually. Arabs and Indians and Chinese.
2: So with everything with uh and the media wouldn't even being honest about like Ukraine. Now uh I don't have a dog in the fight. But um, uh
1: fight, yeah.
2: I wish the media was more honest about Ukraine getting their their, Ukraine's getting their ass kicked. Oh getting the shit beat out of themselves, yeah. But I wonder, like I don't know if it's gonna be like a decade war like we did like in Iran, Iraq, Afghanistan, or if like because, as what I understand is, I think Putin only wanted, like, eastern Ukraine, yeah, which knows. used to be his anyway. He wants Crimea, and he wants, like, that, that yeah, I think port. he's trying to
1: reestablish the SSR, man. And he hates
2: NATO. And he's yeah. like, NATO's encroaching on me. I can't have this. Now, like, I'm not a Putin apologist, but, that's, I mean. Can
1: you be does, mad for trying to reclaim land?
2: Yeah. I, Can you fault him? I really can't. And, like, once again, I think he's being a Russian nationalist. I think he's looking out for what he perceives to be the best for Russians.
1: And I think we need a leader that would be a little more like that.
2: I I miss a America first. I do, too.
1: I, I'm not liking this China first thing we got going
2: on right Did now. Did you see where uh, it went to the House, it went to the Congress, and uh, it was two-thirds of the Democratic vote, uh, Republicans were wanting to make it illegal for China China to buy our oil production places in on our soil, and they voted no. That's fine. Let them do it. We're gutting ourselves. Yeah, we're kick, we're kicking
1: our own ass, man. <laughs> I'm kicking my own ass. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're, we're Jim Carrey in this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> and it, you know, a lot of my my blue blue friends they don't they don't talk good about 36 they have nothing good to say about 36 you know who they still have good yeah yeah you know who they still have good things to say about Obama Obama they are talking so much praise to Grammy Award I don't running. think he's
2: going to be able to run for re-election I don't think so he can either I've heard that Hillary Clinton may try to run again I hope she does cuz I, I she think she she get beat yeah but I think the their best bet is Michelle Obama. I think if she and
1: have Brock be the first man. Yeah,
2: but I think that's their. They don't. I don't think they have anybody else. Like they say, Gavin Newsom ain't weak. He wouldn't stand up. He ruined California. Yeah, like it's a mass exodus of people leaving California. Man, my shit!
1: I live in Memphis, dude. I see them.
2: There's California tags everywhere. Like, any, anytime I'm on the weekend and I'm traveling... Dude works. California tax. I was like, I, I used to never see California tax like this.
1: Dude works beside me in the line at FedEx. Lived in California last month.
2: You ever talked to him about why he left? I'm sure it's He said it's just so fucking
1: expensive to live out there. You
2: can't hardly afford to breathe. Uh, Ask him... Cause I've been wanting to get a better understanding of this. I heard there's like an exodus tax for leaving California. Like they tax the shit out of you one last time after you leave. I don't. I don't know. I'll ask him. Though, like I said, he's my lane partner. Yeah. And was
1: there last month. Yeah. Living.
2: Talk to him about that. I will. Yeah. Because we got plenty. of time. I, like I've 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 heard that. Like that was a recent thing in recent years that the you know the the legislation of California passed it. When you leave, we're gonna we're gonna get you one last time.
1: I think that's the blue utopian experiment out there. Uh, have at it. I uh, honestly, that's the only thing it can be. You know, there was that. What? Who was it? Switzerland. We were talking about on the last episode. Sri Lanka. Sri Lanka having the first yeah. utopian society. It was supposed to be by twenty twenty five. Yeah, no, that didn't fucking work out. You know what it led to? The people were revolting because they were hungry. There was no food. And you know what it's going to lead to? You know what's happening in California? People are revolting because they're hungry. There's no food. They borrow water from
2: Colorado. There's nowhere to fucking live. Well, you can live on the street with everybody else.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you can live in Tent City on Skid Row. Plenty of room down there. But if you, dude, if you're not, if you're not a millionaire, I won't even try and go. I know millionaires that left so they can stretch their money out further.
2: Yeah. Uh, I know a lot of millionaires in Mississippi. Poor state, but there's a lot of money there. there. There's a lot of money in Mississippi. A lot of California money in Mississippi. I don't know. Uh, you know, I think a lot of it's just old money, but uh, they're definitely probably something to that, too.
1: No, there, no I'm, I know quite a few people that are from California that have retired and <laughs> live in Columbus. In yeah. Amory. yeah. I mean, it's like
2: a, I could get more value out of my dollar out here. There have been very interesting people moving to Kennedy and Millport lately. Like, not in droves, but just like maybe... Uh, from out. From out. Not around, right? Not like, close by. Because the thing about this no, small like, town usually is, like, moves to Kennedy. You, you know, n- nobody moves to Kennedy. <laughs> you
1: either you either have a family home that you inherited that you're like, oh, well, got to go move to Kennedy, guys. Yeah. Well,
2: now granted, like SDR and like industry, like there Brock's, is some industry up, here, yeah. But for the Warehauser. most part, is like you know, there's you know there's a handful of names. You know, there's Aldridge's, Trolls, Crowley's, Joneses, yep. Brocks. Yeah. You know, and that's. Fals- uh that, yeah. That is your Kennedy, Alabama. Yeah. And like, if you like, if they don't,
1: if you don't look, if you don't know them, and they don't know you, they're gonna ask you. Like, they're gonna ask about you. Who's, who's you? your
2: mom and now? Yeah. Who's your daddy? Yeah. Who's your daddy now? What's your last name? Yeah. Where you don't look like you're from here. Yeah. Where are you from? Yeah. It's almost like you. It's a right to passage. <laughs> I mean,
1: this is like it's kind of like your territory out here, man. It's kind of like yeah this is my this is my area buddy this is my family's land what are you doing out here right I don't this see, you butt up to my family i don't property. see anything
2: wrong with that
1: i don't either i i think a little divert- well they're building hadn't built hadn't been no new houses built my mom and M's neighborhood in fifteen years they have two going up right across the street from them right now
2: Dude, i don't i mean we And were, they're so we we were on the uh, east side of Startville when we did the episode over there but uh you ever just board and get a chance, just ride through Starville and just Starville is booming.
1: We're thinking about going fifty-five home, so
2: that way you know we can. And I'm not talking about just Highway Twelve or Old Eighty-two, One Eighty-two. I'm talking about like hop off deep in Starville, hop off on Montgomery, and just ride down South Montgomery. And oh my God, dude, there are so many subdivisions, and uh, even even on like the west side of town, like even. Startle is jumping off Reed man. Road, dude. There is so much development. I was
1: even noticing that even in the little what do you consider that
2: East Startle, where I'm at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that, there was
1: a, there's a lot of development there. That wasn't oh, it's, there. it's all
2: it's all for the students, so it's going to be like you know apartments and yeah things like that. I'm going yeah.
1: to use the restroom just do to what say. you got to do. Take a little urination break. Yeah. Dude, like it's it's like the lunch spot in Memphis.
2: I'm not opposed to uh, gas station food. Now there's a line. I don't want gas station sushi.
1: Oh no! <laughs> now stay away from that. I don't
2: know if I would get like gas station Mexican, but one thing I no rec- gas
1: station Mexican is on point, man. I
2: recently warmed up to egg rolls from a gas station. They're usually okay. They're greasy and like uh, hot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> might want to hold it out the window for a little while. <laughs> yeah,
1: like bite the end off like a cigar and hold it out the window. <laughs> and the <inside's> down. <laughs> That's
2: funny. Yeah. So, like, so did did barbecue bring him to Memphis? No,
1: hell <laughs> he he said he he just he, FedEx FedEx offered him a job to come from California to Memphis. Huh. yeah dude they'll take it from anywhere <laughs> he said he had family here so he he had, he had applied for a job and they hired him
2: like out there where you're at like at the airport like memphis there's like three
1: or four different kinds of memphis in memphis
2: man yeah but like as far as like airport status it's like memphis ain't really known for international no those. it's international is it yeah because like most people i know are like they're flying like delta and out of atlanta you know yeah, no, Are they, they well, do... you'll
1: connect flight usually somewhere yeah. like
2: that. Or they'll do uh what's that big one out at uh Houston? Is it But
1: no, they got we got we're a mega hub, so we got that air that airport's huge. Is that like
2: is that FedEx's base, is it Memphis? It's Memphis that's where that's headquarters the, that's the is, biggest
1: is, yeah. Everything that goes through Memphis or FedEx Express <laughs> Everything that goes through FedEx Express comes through the department I work in even if it's from California being (laughs) shipped to California. So you'd be surprised about how much weed comes through.
2: (laughs) Dude, uh, that reminds me of that old Mitch Hedberg joke. It's like, this is going to blow my cover, but uh, I like my FedEx driver. He's a dope dealer, and he don't even know it. (laughs) Man, and
1: the big problem they have out there is fucking theft. Yeah. Of weed. In my department about a month ago, <laughs> somebody tried to walk out with 500 grams of weed that's a pound of weed <laughs> Would 499 been okay <laughs> i'm like bro i talked to him after he got caught stealing the weed i'm like bro why don't you just take a handful and let that shit go by if the pack was already open like, why didn't you take the whole fucking pack? <laughs> just, just, you thought you needed a whole pound? Yeah, just grab a fucking handful, dude, <laughs> shit. <laughs> it
2: was like that Pineapple Express, reach your hand in the bag and just get you a handful. Yeah, just get a handful. <laughs> it's free. You don't yeah, you don't, <laughs> don't. You don't was know. being greedy.
1: <laughs> yeah, you was being greedy and got caught up. And we had to have a safety meeting about how not to steal from people.
2: So I used to manage, like, um, I was the, um, the nine-time supervisor at UPS, So I would, uh, my first duty uh, when I came in was to uh, supervise all the UPS trucks on the the line to be unloaded. (laughs) And these were boxes, you know, they couldn't deliver or whatever else, right? And they would get processed and then put back on the truck the next day to try again. Yeah. And I remember, like, some of the guys that I would manage, like, you know, you're dealing with hundreds of thousands of boxes. Yeah. Five 700,000. Yeah. At our hub, and know. so, like, I remember, like, you know, and the person's been doing it for eight hours, and this is the final hour, and like, I can't tell you how many people I've seen, like, it didn't go their way when it was going down the line, and it fell off, and they just give it a good, yeah, good chunk, a good kick, a good throw. And I was like,
1: wow. You, you let <laughs> That's
2: a, somebody's shit. <laughs> you let
1: a label not scan. I'm going to throw that motherfucker down the. Side shoot in a heartbeat, like it's got on fire. I'm gonna throw it down there so fast. I was like when I
2: was at the post office today, like uh, when I was you know dropping off the the first one I dropped off this morning. It's going to Florida. Yeah, and um, like the lady was asking about the package and what was inside. She's like, "Is this a book, honey?" I said, uh, "It's media. It's a it's a vinyl record." She said, "Oh, let me let me put a lot of stamps on this one." And I was like, "I don't know if stamps do any good because I've never like." Of all the people I observed while I was managing, you know, that that line was like, they didn't say, oh shit, it says fragile, let me be more careful. No, it's the same treatment with every box. Because these, I mean, they're, they're trying to get their job done. We have a rate that we have to make. Yep. I mean, this it was limited, right? Most of these guys were like part-time workers. Most of ours are too, yeah. <coughs> and they're, uh, you know, they're there for three to four hours, and like I'm observing them. And if they're not, if they're not hitting quota, in my eyes, now, granted, are y'all unionized? Might U- as well be though. UPS is union, and so like
1: we have to get the same benefit.
2: I had a, I can't tell you how many people I wrote up. Like, uh, I've been a supervisor <coughs> or whatever at a lot of different places. Yeah, I don't know. <coughs> No, I've got an LLC now. I got my own business, but like I'm the only person.
1: Sole proprietorship. Yeah, basically. sole
2: proprietor. Yeah. Hopefully one day I could, you know, afford employees and yeah. do cool shit like that. But, um, uh, but I've been a cool supervisor twice, and it does nothing but burn you. Yep. You you, your ass. you you can't be good. You can't be cool. And a lot of people are like, yeah, you just didn't have the right crew. No, I'm telling you, all they do is take advantage of it. Yep. You can't be cool. And so like when I was a dick, I got. Jack I got results. results. Yep, that's the way it works. And I mean, they, they they knew it. They understood it. Like he's a hard ass. He's gonna write you up, and I might not even say anything to you. Like the union steward would be coming over there and like sign this. I'm gonna fight it, but you need to sign it. That's step one. They was like, what did I do now? And dude, like three write ups. you're supposed to be gone, but because of that damn union, I couldn't get rid of the you know the shield that I needed to get rid of. Like yeah. these are people just riding. Yep. It's not fair. Now, like, uh, Phil, he's an <laughs> electrician. He's in the electric union. Now, that union is strong, and it's a great union.
1: I was a part of it for a little while.
2: That's probably one of the best unions in the country. Yeah, the
1: uh, International Brotherhood of Electric Workers. Yeah. Yeah.
2: They're one really these, well done. Like, like he was. Work, he he had been working in Starkville well, Mississippi school. State. Yeah. I mean, they're like, one of the first. But, Out of uh, New York. Yeah, their but, old like, yes. their old school yeah connected. so uh he worked at state for like three years like building the music place I think he done it just because he was interested yeah and in, like seeing it being wired up and like knowing all the ins and outs and all that but uh right when right when that job was wrapping up he had already went you know to the union hall and was requesting work closer to home and he got him a great a great place a great Where does project of uh, like he doesn't necessarily work for anyone. It's like contracted out. Yeah. And now he's kind of in it for himself. Like he is no longer. I don't. I think he's a, about. I don't think he's a journeyman anymore. I think he's a master electrician. Okay. So he can he can run crews now. I got you. And so and that's what he's transitioning to. And like you know, <clears throat> like I saw the dark side of union. Like I I, I was a I was a, I was a shipfitter at Engles, and so I was in that union. Yeah, you like know that. the welders that's and shipfitters. Well, it wasn't good to me, and. Um,
1: They're good to you if you if you had them knee pads you got in your truck.
2: Uh, that's true. <laughs> yeah, speaking of which, when's the last time you said Lance arm?
1: Last episode, Faux show. Sure. snuck it in on you.
2: Well done. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. Like the other day, like someone brought it up. Like a. Uh, yeah, it hadn't came around it's a, in it's a few a, episodes. It's a, bu- a buddy of mine listening to the show, and he's like. Y'all haven't like referenced Lance Arm in a while, and I was like, yeah. I'll, be, I'll be sure to do that. Yeah,
1: it's been a little while. <laughs> there needs to be more measurement in Lance Arm. We've, we've gotten back to more standard units of measurement, and it's not right.
2: I, uh, Slapping yeah. Lance We, we in said the face. 500 grams instead of 500 Lance Arms. 500?
1: Uh, yep. Too standard of unit and unit of measurement. <laughs>
2: yeah. Makes too much damn sense. Yeah. yeah. This is our pronoun. Yeah. yeah that's <laughs> lance our lance pronoun. Arm's for everything. Yeah.
1: Everything's a Lance Arm. Yeah, I I was thinking about it on the last one, where uh, you and Cobb and we were talking about something that needed some kind of rating, and I was like,
2: Uh, "We have
1: that." I was like trying to, I was like trying to get it in, but we moved off of it, and I'm like, "Shit, missed my (laughs) chance." Yeah, we were over. No, it was the last one we did here. I was trying to sneak it in. Oh, and then on the way home from Starkville, I was like, "Shit." I didn't say anything about Lance arms.
0: Yeah.
2: Well, props. It's yeah. back now. Yeah,
1: brought it back. Smoked but it down. Uh,
2: yeah, that that I mean, I paid my dues. Out of every paycheck, it was like thirty-five a paycheck or something like that. Whatever.
1: That was the thing that got me. They, ne- I never got in any trouble. So but like, I really dude, I stayed
2: any. in trouble. Really? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I got tired of my foreman's shit.
1: Sometimes they are real douches
2: now like granted, when when granted like drank
1: with uh, you know we drinking buddies.
2: yeah but like this guy like you know we were at the very beginning of the ship like the first the first place, place it goes like we have the floor or actually the ceiling and they bring in the walls we're tacking it down and like he would put me down like in the bottom of these compartments and like dude there's people like throwing fire and shit down my way and i was like Breathing fumes and all that, and like I brought it up to him several times. I was like, "Dude, I get I'm a new guy, but like, yeah can you give me like a better spot to work at sometime? Like, dude, you shit on me every every, every job, day.
1: every day,
2: and uh I got wrote up for that. And so I took it straight to the union hall. Yeah, Stewart, and nothing. Yeah. You know what it got me? Move to the worst foreman. In
1: that area. That's what happened when I filed one complaint. They're like, well, you want to stay here? You want to go over here?
2: Mm, yeah. I'm like, I'll stay here. And then I got in a big debacle with him. And so they put me in like every ship fitter. There are some who like it, but I got moved to the stacking hall. And uh, I did not like the stacking hall. And we get a two-week off for Christmas. I contracted the flu uh, the week before. And, you know, you ain't nothing but a number out there. Yeah. There's 500 people at the gate waiting on you to screw up so they can get your job. So, like, I missed three consecutive days. My foreman called. I didn't answer it. He was calling to let me know that I had been terminated. And so, like, uh, over that Christmas break, I got a new job, and I was a lot happier. I was out there for uh, almost a year. I hated every second of it. Really? I was a newlywed, man. I was trying to provide... (coughs) Mike's wife, she was finishing up school. I don't say
1: the money Ingle was great.
2: Oh yeah, the money was great, but dude, it was not worth the bullshit. That's
1: Boy, I, I applied to be a machinist out there years and years ago, like an outside machinist out there.
2: I had a buddy who was an uh, inside machinist. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nah, for real, but he he was a machinist out there, and they make great money. Yeah, and for the most part, like they're in their machine shop. It's not air conditioned, right, but no, uh, you no. got a, you got a fan and like. It's pretty laid back, you know. It's a chair. Yeah. Yeah. Most of the time machine
1: shops you got a chair. Yeah. Or something to sit on, prop up on.
2: Yeah, I always thought that was dope. So I went to uh I went to Shelton State with Andrew and I did uh electronics, like yeah. circuit boards and shit. That was my trade. Okay. And he did machinery. Yeah. And I always thought that was smart, but like his grandfather grandfather was a machinist. Like yeah. machining was in his family's blood. Yeah, that's what he did, yeah. And uh, I always thought that was just a great like. There was never a doubt in his mind when he finished high school. He knew, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Like, I'm gonna go to school, yeah. And be a machinist. Yeah, great like musician, that? by the way. But uh, neither here or there. But yeah, uh, which I thought my trade was dope. I was like, and I still use it sometimes, like. And I worked at a motor shop, so sometimes, like, yeah, electric motors don't play. Somebody will hit me up, like, their little pull motor for their pump. Yeah. Man, this thing's weird. You come over here and take a look at it? Yeah, no problem. Yeah, I can come look at it. Yeah, so. I need to monetize it. That. Doesn't, it doesn't, I do. I mean, it doesn't, it's like once a year, you know? It's like, I don't share that information because. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm not, like, the only people that hit me up are friends. Like, if a complete stranger hit me up, oh, I'd give them a good rate. Do I? Uh, <laughs> Yep. Uh, I charge two hundred and fifty dollars an hour and I take my time. Yeah. You want it done right or you want it done quick.
1: <laughs> you can have one. Yeah. There's three ways you can have it. You can only have one.
2: I was I don't know if I'll ever I wanted to go back to college to study like uh like electrical engineering. That's cool shit, yeah. Uh and I was talking to a with a friend of mine, he's like, What do you want to go do that for? I was like, I think it would be cool to like do like JC Long, yeah, like design guitar pedals, or like just come up with like a really cool design for, I don't know, just to make your life easier around the house. And he was like, YouTube. You don't have to go to school. He's like, Think about you hopping that program. Half the classes and crap you're gonna take, it's gonna be below you. Like you, you would be ready for advance, and you would like literally just be waiting. Semesters to get to where, oh, I'm actually learning something. Yeah. When you could have just hopped on YouTube or bought a book and just taught yourself. Yeah. I was like, yeah, you're right.
1: All you really got to do at a job is be able to sell it.
2: Yeah. If
1: you can sell Cause, it. Because I mean, let's be honest. Is like
2: with the, I, I always say this is uh, with college. Like uh, my nephew, when he gets older, I'm sure he, he he'll want to go to college. <coughs> And if he asked me anything as far as advice for college, is um, the best thing that you do there is connections. You're building connections with people in the same field that you're interested in. Yeah. make a lot of friends, connect with the professors. Maybe they'll give you you know a good reference on your resume, and if you graduate, you'll have that piece of paper that gives you a leg up on everybody else. Everybody else.: That's But I was all it like, does. make connections, though. Because you never know if you might need a classmate down the road. Yeah. And I'm the college is a great place. Like most of the friends that I made in college, I'm still friends with today. Yeah. We don't hang out, you know, like once, because we live in different places. But if I find myself in that town, I might hit that cat up. And if yeah. he responds, i be like, dude, you want to go down to Buffalo Wild Wings and catch a beer and catch up? I'm in town for the night. That happens. But like, or if I need a favor, like, you know, I've had this happen to where I, I needed a new job so yeah hey buddy hey man
1: you still got them jobs you was talking about, I, don't, I don't care
2: what anybody says is it, anybody what well, you know it's who you know it's who you know always
1: that's how i'm gonna get in maintenance at fedex that's my that's my whole let
2: break out your knee pads man uh,
1: yeah see i need
2: one <laughs> <Knee's> <laughs> you, your crap is bruised up pretty bad you got like the same bruise on both knees yes yeah, from <laughs> it's from going down the belts Oh, you. Yep, that makes sense. The roller belts on the yeah. conveyor. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. The spacing that. Yep, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. <laughs> I had a guy that done that. That is illegal at UPS. Is it illegal there? But you do it anyway. I mean, we have to break the jams. Yeah. You know, so they had a big stick. They yeah, used.
1: they want us to use the stick. But yeah. But we, I don't
2: give a fuck. Now, granted, it's, it's not fast, so I understand, like, hopping up there and be like, get your
1: ass down there. Oh, no. Uh, now, we can't get up on the chute, but now we can get up on our belts. Oh, okay. Like, our our packages come down a sh- big ass, like, oh, you, wall. Like, their
2: thing was, like, coming down the chute to hit the belt, or, like, let's offload in one truck. It would get hung up, so, like, you know, the stick's okay. Yeah. But, uh, like, if they were on the belt, like, usually, they, you know, you can reach everything. Oh, ours is. You got a big belt. Ours is running. Yeah, we, we weren't vertical. We, it was in mobile. It was a fairly big UPS place, but it yeah. wasn't like a stinking, mega hub. Yeah, yeah. A stinking airport. Yeah, so you're like you're dealing with like
1: ten times. Yes, yeah, so that's that. I like I have to go down and clean out the chutes at the end of the night on four lines, yeah. and that's how my knees get fucked up. And plus, they turn the belt on me all the time, dude. That's dangerous. They're not supposed to do that. Turn the belt on you. Yeah, like, I'll be, like, back there breaking a jam and have my belt off. Like, my induction belt. And somebody else will come down there because my belt's not on. And they won't <laughs> know that I'm down there. And they'll, like, turn the belt on. And I'm like, hey, motherfucker, I'm down You know, yelling. <laughs> Should I'll show you the text message. I had to text to my boss uh, one night. <laughs> good Lord. When they turn it on hey i'm in the back let me turn the belt off where i can come back <laughs> yeah no it's scary man if one of those diverters were to come out and hit me
2: you know like situations like that especially in electric work, they do lockout out tag outs yeah. i know it's different but i think that would probably be a pretty decent protocol like to have a place to where like if you weren't locking something out at least like have something you can hang up to like let somebody know but, like dude don't hit the button i'm down here See, we had that. and but then you have, like, these have assholes it. who don't care. You have dumbasses. Dumb, dumb,
1: dumbasses. Like, you'd be surprised by how dumb
2: some of these people
0: <laughs> that work at
1: FedEx are, man. I hate to talk shit about my coworkers, but... Shit.
2: We are now looking for a FedEx sponsor.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean... Like I said, man, my job is not complicated. We just shift packages around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, do this motion all night, basically, and somehow. Are you? People, d- do you just? Do you have to sort too? Yeah, we have to scan sometimes.
2: Yeah. And that sucks. Did uh I I don't know if you have seen it like I'm pretty sure I saw it just cause uh you know I was higher up but they were talking about like. I think you would always need a man to oversee it, but, like, full automation on the line. Fuck yeah. To where, I'm like, it is. goes through, uh, like, they'll have lasers set up everywhere to detect everything. And if, like, something's off of that laser, it would shut things down. And then, you know, somebody come fix it. But as far as scanning it, and this is why I thought you would always need manpower when it's coming off the truck or out of the chute. Like, labels are not always going to be up. Label Ain't Label shit. will be down. So even if you designed... Like the thing that could scan as they come by, and I've seen it. It's very practical. It it works, but I would say it's only like sixty percent efficient. You know. We have a like our automatic scanner is
1: two on the side,
2: one two up on top. Not two on the top. You don't have anything on the bottom. No. Uh-huh. See, I've seen they, them designed to where like they're cut, like it'll be the end of one line and the start of another, but in that space, they'll have a scanner.
1: Yeah. Well, see, they had the bottom scanners and they would always fuck up. Say they but you see what i'm I mean, saying like you'll
2: have the freak accidents to where, let's say both labels are on the sides and they're facing each other yeah now granted like on most boxes it's got a label on two sides two sides yeah so that is prevention on that so you can foresee that but them scanners suck like them
0: automatic scanners oh
2: they're not all the i mean think about like let's just say you got like six labels coming out a time like who's to say it might just get five out of six you know
1: and we uh you know we may do eight to ten thousand packages in a night
2: and that's one thing that i think like when people get upset about like late packages that's where it happens yeah it gets lost lost. now granted i'm sure fedex has the same protocols as y'all do but like you have to account for these boxes like you can't leave shift like they only leave like excess of how many screw-ups you can have and you only have like 48 hours to rectify it right we had uh medical supplies oh it's like a dry mask and things that
1: had uh some kind of medical supplies in it that had to be there the next day there was one morning we could not leave until
2: those two boxes were found yep yep like, that, that we was, could not leave. And that was also one thing I'd done, like, just back to the supervisor a bit for a while. But after everyone was done, before they could clock out, I had to walk the line. Yeah, we if, had to do that. If I saw one box underneath that fell off the line, hey, what's this? Not acceptable. Oh, yeah. That's man. your grandma's insulin. You know, but it's hard to think about every box like that.
1: Especially, man, like I said, we do, on a slow night, we'll do five to 7,000. On a fast night, we'll do 8 to 10 to 12. Yeah. Just one line. Yeah. But now you got lines that's only doing 3,000, no matter what.
2: You know, we were like... You know, during like Christmas and things like that, it wouldn't be uncommon to hit like, you know, in the thousands. But for the most part, you were in the hundreds where I was at. And you had two lines. See, we have 50
1: lines
2: two people on each line how how many feet you go down how much are you responsible for we have 24 chutes are on each line okay so do you have to like duck and crawl and get underneath the chutes mm-hmm. yeah I, I, oh
1: yeah i climb all through them yeah because I'm, I'm the last person there i check everything in my little area
2: does your time stop, or does it count as overtime for you when you go over? Anything over eight is time and a half. Well, they've really found a creative way to, like, not give overtime. Like, the latest thing that I found, like, it was ridiculous is, and I don't know how I feel about this. Let's say you're part-time at, like, a, I don't know, let's say an auto auto park place. I don't know, just, or maybe, mm-hmm. like, fast food. I don't know. Let's say, okay, in order to be eligible for overtime, It's anything over 40. I can work you for 12 hours, three times a week. That's 36. That's your shift. Still not 40. It still ain't overtime. Yeah.
1: Yeah, Yeah, we get anything over 40 is time and a half, and anything over eight hours a day is time and a half.
2: See, my thought is a work day is eight hours. Now, granted, I understand, like, some plants, facilities, like, it's a standard thing to work a 10-12, Right. It's, I wish we could do 10 it's, it's company standard, but once again, if you work a 10 hour shift, you usually work four days a week. Yeah. Usually got Friday or Monday <coughs> off. And um, that's I, what day shift does. But I always work. thought about that. Like, if you're in an established field and the work day is eight hours, I think if you work 10, that's two hours of overtime for that day. Yeah. And I think it should be seen that way. Yeah. Or even like. In my position, like, to get out of paying me overtime, I'm on salary. Yeah. Now, it goes both ways, whether I work 20 hours or if I work 80, you know, whatever. Your money's, hey. It's always the same.
1: I mean, that's good for budgeting, but shit. Putting in 80 hours this week. Where's that double time? Or where's that time and a half at for them other 40?
2: Just celebrated my three-year anniversary with a 3% raise. Nice, 3%. With a... Nine point six upwards to twenty percent inflation, though it's it it cancels some of it. (laughs) Negative. It makes it a little easier.
1: Like I said, man, like people that are making seven twenty five ain't making shit. They ain't making a dollar right now.
2: It uh, that three percent it accounted to. uh, It's a hundred and twenty extra for a two week pay period. 120 more is 120 more
1: yeah I mean that's not bad
2: yeah that's a good final
1: number 3% doesn't sound that great until you hear the final number yeah I think we're going to get a 7 I know Brianna and FedEx services is getting a 7%
2: oh wow of I want to try to get me a job at Mississippi State they get incremental like raises to compete with I'm sure not the peons like the landscaping probably not them but like Pete, you made you, like
1: fifteen hours start now. Do they? Well, that's yeah.
2: that's pretty good, but uh, like your office jobs, like I've heard, like they they account for loss and that. Yeah, I heard they do well. Could be rumor. I don't know. No, but I think uh, I think under like working in university, I have a couple friends that do. Yeah. You know, they got they're overstaffed, so we're, like your workload is like you probably actually work two hours on an eight-hour day. Yeah. Must be nice. Yeah. <laughs> so I think that would be very desirable. <laughs> most most shifts at
1: FedEx are six and a half hours, unless you're full time.
2: And they probably hold you to that eight sometimes.
1: <laughs> oh, if you're full time, you stay in real close to eight because they charge you six hours
2: a week for insurance, pretty much. Dude, my eyes are filling me like, uh, is it nearsighted or farsighted or like when things are far off, it's blurry? I think it's
1: far when things are, no, it's near when things are far, they're blurry. I think I got me a
2: touch of nearsightedness kicking in. Oh, yeah? And uh, my coworker's still clowning on me about this. It's been two weeks. We were in this cul-de-sac and, uh, dude, the street goes on down and like to enter into the other cul-de-sac. Like, there's a bit of a hill, and it dips back down, right? And I was like, look at... And I was just complaining about this community, how instead of, like, every street and every road in that community has a sidewalk, but these people walk and walk their dogs on the street. And it drives me nuts. Yeah. Like, it's almost to the point to where I want to roll my window down, and I was like, you ever heard of a sidewalk? Oh, yeah, well, get your ass up on there, yeah, they got him over there, for <laughs> but anyway, a reason. dude, so I'm coming out of this one culsack, about to go into the one across the street, and I was like, "This drives me crazy, and he's like, "What?" I said, "Look at that guy walking right in the middle of the street, and he said, "I don't see a guy walking down <laughs> the middle of the street. Are you high?" And I was like, "No, I ain't high, and I pull up over that hill and enter into that other sack. It was a fire
0: hydrant. (laughs) Oh, I tell you. Dude, uh, this
2: past week, it's it's a lady I know, and uh, she was walking out of the house. That house is probably like 30 yards from the street. And I got the window rolled down, and I'm like, Looking at the work order and, like, figuring out what I'm doing at this address, right? Yeah. And, like, I'm getting out of the truck, and I'm turned around, shutting the door of the truck, and I hear, Alan! And I turn around. I can't make out who it is. And I was just like, thank God I had my sunglasses on. Yeah. So she could probably still see my eyes and probably it's like, oh, he don't know who I am. But uh, I was squinting like a motherfucker. Yeah. I was like, who is this? And, like, you know, it's like long, blonde hair Hourglass And yeah. I was like, who knows me? Yeah, what's up? And uh, she gets closer, and I'm like, oh, I know you. <laughs> this ain't nothing. What's going on? <laughs> yeah, I was yeah. like,
1: man, this is two times it's burnt me. <laughs> man, I hit my head a lot at work. That's, that's my work thing right now I'm doing. Because, you know, I'm crawling all through the lines. I don't think I have any scars up there right now. <laughs> no you're good but yeah you gonna rub your head off like the headboard ain't you yeah i just got a i just got over a good one right here it happened about two weeks ago i knocked myself out on a beam that i walked under like, like code a, yeah like not, i think i see a
2: mark the
1: maintenance man had to come get me
2: <laughs> how long was you laid out for like
1: three minutes he was right behind me pretty much i'm like did you see it He's like, nah, but we heard you hit. Can of corn died, cook? It went, it went, it
2: went, uh... <laughs> you know, like, that's one thing that cartoons got right. Like, have you ever been hit so hard the head you do see stars? Fuck yeah, that's what happened to me. Yeah. I went Literally, out. Literally, that is, that is a very, like, realistic thing that cartoons do. Yeah.
1: yeah, that is, they, whoever wrote those cartoons back in the day
2: got knocked out a lot. What do you know about the creation of acid? What do you believe? Do you believe MK Ultra?
1: Uh, i believe in the acid test of the
2: sixties you know from c i a so it was developed by the government to yeah, what i believe it was to control the people yeah that backfired do we do we attribute that to uh the hippies or what do we the
1: or <laughs> on from the grateful dead he claims to have created you know the Grateful Dead Acid. He was the one that they got the bear from. Huh. So
2: Is that what broke it? People figured out how to make it themselves. They figured out the compound. So, yeah. Before then it was like this big like if you get bored, like look up MK Ultra. I'm not saying I Or believe-
1: Wormwood. Wormwood's a documentary yeah. on Netflix that's easy, to, you know.
2: Yeah, but I mean like it's I don't know. It's fairly compelling. It's at least interesting. Yeah, no, I, I believe a lot of a lot of good can be done with LSD. I do too. Of uh, I don't know. I recently had a trip. Really? Mm-hmm. And uh, it me went, too. Not it it went a little. Uh, it went a little dark at the end. Dan. I was ready for it. Mine to be over. And uh, like I was tripping with a friend, and uh, it wasn't a very pleasant conversation. Mm. And I, like uh, those. it almost like it almost ended the friendship. Ah. But we're good now. Well, that's good. Made up today. But, uh, yeah. Because I I had been thinking about that. But, like, the first and the middle part was amazing. Yeah. And, like, the things that I was looking for, I found. And, you know, that's the thing about tripping is, like... I've,
1: well, me and you have th- talked about it I've, before. I've,
2: like, I feel like I've done it enough to where, like, I'm experienced and I know... I know, like, if I go, I'm going to look for something. And typically, if it takes 16 hours, I can typically find it. And on this trip, I found it very early, and I got to dwell on that idea, and I got to really work it out.
1: That's good, man.
2: And, like, you know, like, sometimes you can go in your mind, and, like, you can go through the boxes of compartmentalization, and you you can throw out clutter. Like, I don't know, like, the latest three trips I had, like I was very, it was a very internal rather than external. Like I wasn't so much worried about being out in nature. Like I basically sat in this room and like just just dealt with things. Yeah, those those kind of trips are good sometimes. Like a therapeutic. I like the visual trips. I think the next time I go, that's what I'm going to aim for because those are very enjoyable. I like them; they're fun. I don't like being in a car.
1: Ah, uh, yeah, I hate driving. I've driven on acid quite a bit.
2: I'm I've done it once. I've done it once, and it was... I felt like I was flying, like I was in Star Wars. Yeah. Like, I was going 30. Yeah,
1: hell yeah. I was on, going 30 on the interstate.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't never... Like, I, I did that once. Matter of fact, yeah, I, I, don't I pulled over that. and called somebody to come get me. I don't condone driving on acid. It's Mm-mm. very hard. Mm-mm. Yeah, it's tough. It's too much. Yeah, it's too much. You got too much going Especially on. Especially at
1: night. Yeah, I don't know if I could try it, dear. I don't. I've never tried it during the day.
2: It might be a little bit better, like you're pretty gonna, sunny day. You got your shades on.
1: Yeah, it might be better.
2: Might be kind of chill I at night. Know. It's just kind of like a night is scary. It's a nightmare. Yeah, it's
1: fucking scary.
2: <laughs> I mean, like, and just just wait, like, if one deer pops out, oh my god, the whole ride's ruined because like deer you're, everywhere yeah, the, yeah. Oh,
1: yeah. That's deer. there's deer. There's deer. Yeah.
2: No. No.
1: And, I don't know, I think that stuff's becoming more prevalent. I think it's being flooded again. Uh, Wherever it was coming from, somebody else has started making big batches again.
2: I would agree with that.
1: Because I'm seeing a lot. as of
2: As of late, like very recently.
1: Yeah, I'm going to say within the last year, acid has exploded again.
2: Do you think it's because of people like Joe Rogan and talking about DMT and like the power of psychedelics? I think people is it, I is think it, people are getting like behind even, the power of psychedelics. Even uh, AOC, like uh, I like what she had to say about it. Like she was proposing a bill, like I thought most of the things I read it, I thought most of the things in the bill was stupid. Yeah. But like she wanted to open up like psychedelics for like testing to be legalized like marijuana in some states. And I was like, I think that's a great idea. Was,
1: if you've done it enough and you understand your trips, you know it's therapeutic. If you've only done it like when you were in high school and you fucking—it's
2: not like a hippity dippity thing, no, like to not. me. Like it's, I, a, it's a very spiritual thing. Yeah. As of, like the more I've done it, like the more
1: we've talked about it. You—it finds you when you're ready for it. Mm-hmm. If you're looking for it, you very rarely will you find it. Yeah. But if you're not looking for it,
2: it's just like,
0: huh ah. mm-hmm.
2: And like I, I was—I uh, don't remember what podcast it was, but they were talking about the power of psychedelics and like, you know, it was—they were just having fun with the conversation. But they went to a place to where, what if that was actually reality and everything that we believe to be just natural, normal reality is actually the facade? Now I was like, yeah, which it doesn't make the veil, maybe, yeah, I and that—and that's that. another thing about like getting to that higher place, right? Yeah, it breaks.
1: I guess it. I don't know. I like to believe that that would be the reality.
2: Because I'll never. Like, it was probably four times ago. um, I dropped after a show. And, uh, like, I had never hung out with a lot of these people before. And, like.
1: Sometimes that's weird. The the
2: way that I was seeing them, like, I don't know if it was, like, their insides where I could actually see who they were. Yeah. Kind of thing. And it was, like,. They would just appear differently. Like if it was an attractive girl, like if she had a bad personality, like the way that I was perceiving her was like being very unattractive. Yeah, that I kind of that, that, that kind of thing.
1: I stopped friends with when I did acid with him one time. Yeah, looked like uh, looked like a fucking rat to me. Yeah, and I stopped being friends with him after it.
2: Yeah, so I mean, like once again, like what is that? A little, you know, a little bit above the veil. Like, is this the actual way things are?
1: Yeah. I believe that I'm a hundred percent behind it. I think everybody should do acid at least five times.
2: <laughs> at least five times. Yeah, I used to
1: say once. Now it's five, because <laughs> once you're gonna have this weird perception of it, because you don't really know what's happening.
2: Oh, dude, if it was offered to me tonight, I would go.
1: Fuck yeah, I'd jump off. Like of that is like plans. I don't
2: think. And I, I was there's a friend of mine. She asked me the other day. She was like, "You think there will ever be a time in your life as you get older, like?" Would you say no if you were offered it? And I was yeah, like I don't, know. I don't I don't think so. Oh it's something
1: I need to find out.
2: Yeah. Now granted like if I don't know or trust a person, I will not accept it.
1: Yeah, I gotta know you. Or right, yeah. somebody's gotta know you that I know. Yeah. I've only bought sketch acid like that like a couple of times.
2: Oh ain't no way, dude. Ain't no way, like No, dude. <laughs> ain't no way. Yeah, I bought like it's at con at festivals. Now I have done like an excessive amount of Molly over the years that way at, at, at like festivals.
1: Yeah, I guess It was actually okay. It was dirty, but it was okay. Yeah. Yeah. keep
2: crying. Oh yeah. I think I think every Molly at a music festival is dirty Molly though, because they have like an obsessive amount, and they probably got it cheaper than usual. Yeah, it's
1: probably like oh, this is just some crystal meth. It's Basically. Real chunky. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, got a little mat Mollies in there in the bottom. Just make sure they crunch it up and mix it up real good.
2: You could smoke
1: it. Yeah, you could smoke it if you wanted to. I mean, you know, if you got the right pipe and lighter.
2: God, dog. Quite the combo here. Yeah,
1: man. I mean, we. well, sometimes it's got to be said. Got to have the right lighter and bowl for it.
2: That's <laughs> a great saying. Yeah, yeah. It was the man downtown. Yeah, the man downtown. And now, if you got the right pipe and lighter for it,
1: <laughs> yeah, you got the right pipe and lighter. Stay for strapped. It. I mean,
2: this is bad advice. Bad
1: advice coming <laughs> to you from porch top.
2: <laughs> Next thing you know, I don't even want to make that joke. I don't want to disparage you. <laughs> nah.
1: But yeah, I think there's a lot of good that can come from. The use of all, even DMT, man. Like, there's some folks that's got some real shit I've, they got to shake.
2: I've got to get my hands on that. Like, I want to see the difference because, like, you know, say it's like a 15 minute thing, but it feels like an eternity. Oh, an eternity. And uh, on top of that, like I've heard, I've times. heard, I've heard it put both ways. Like, enthusiast, enthusiasts of it, like either take like the Alex Jones approach to where it's clockwork elves and like yeah. that approach. Are like, the other enthusiast side of it is, like, they take it the way um, projects run on DMT, where they were pumping it into patients, and they were uh, mapping out the DMT world Yeah. to where, like, making it, taking something psychedelic and, like, making it scientific and trying to figure it out. Yeah.
1: Rather rather than... Because you're in and out.
2: Rather than, you know, what's your song? Row, row, row your boat, and, like, the clockwork elves would play the tune, and... Yeah, all that shit. Yeah, I don't know. Like Mm -hmm. I said, I haven't done it, so I don't know. But I think like the first few times I go, I think I would go looking for them.
1: I always, man, I see, it's just, I always, when I did it, it's weird. I've done it a bunch of different ways. The best I think I ever did was chonga.
2: Chonga? Yeah. I've had ayahuasca. Yeah?
1: Well, that's basically... In a a rainforest. That's basically DMT.
2: Yeah, so, like, we drank it like a tea... Yeah, It was a very beautiful experience. So maybe I have done it. Yeah, sort of. Like, I think in a, a, a very, like, minor way.
1: Ayahuasca, you're going to throw up, usually. I did. Yeah. And DMT, you won't. And I
2: think it, the effects last longer.
1: Yeah, the effects last hours with yeah. Ayahuasca and its minutes with DMT. Yeah, I
2: was, uh, <laughs> I was in a rainforest. Hell yeah. At a shack.
1: Fuck yeah. That's what's up. It finds you. I've lived. (laughs) That's the world, man. The world of the psychedelics. They find you when they're ready.
2: I want to get to a place. I mean, that's why I'm working so hard to get debt free. It's like, that's really my passion is I I love to be able to travel. Yeah. I'd love to just, uh, I haven't been able to cross the proverbial pond. You know, I'd like to go to Europe or like Africa or, you know. But I don't know. Like that side of the world is so heated up with like war and just kind of yeah just
1: it's just it's different like we got it bad over here but nowhere near bad as it is in most
0: places
2: (laughs) something else that is kind of wild like i remember we were having this big briefing before we went to chile yeah and their big thing was like you know don't eat street food it'll make you sick yeah and so on day one first thing i did was eat street food i went and bought some strawberries and um like you know the whole company was like you idiot and iron shit everywhere. I didn't get sick, and so I think, like, especially with American culture, when it comes to food, what the FDA regulates is because that food is so natural. Like that fish came out the ocean, and it's on the fish market that day. Yeah, it's fresh. Are those strawberries were picked from the field that day? It's not like what you would buy that has colored eyes and has been treated to last for three weeks while it sits on a shelf and it's on an 18-wheeler being shipped to the store. Like, what we have here is, I mean, I, bl- I honestly believe it's like why we have cancer. Like, why other places in the world ain't cancer-ridden like where we are, right? Because we yeah. have all these chemicals, pesticides. And people that grow their own
1: food live longer
2: than people that don't. yeah. And also, I mean, think about like fast food culture. Like, you know, uh, I mean, I can't typically t- uh, say a whole lot on it. Like, I'm, I'm a little overweight myself, but uh, fast food culture is like, dude, that stuff like chicken nuggets, which I like chicken nuggets. I but love them. That's chicken paste. Like, that's yeah, the bone. That's every part of that chicken that wasn't needed. Yeah. It's made into a paste and then it's crusted. But oh my god, it's, it's delicious.
1: tastes Fucking. Yeah. Puree me some more chicken, man. Yeah, yeah. Give me some more pureed chicken, thigh.
2: I will certainly partake, but of uh, I mean, that stuff is just so pumped. I mean, think about like in some states, like I think in this state, well, probably not, but like some states, it's illegal to drink raw milk.
1: Yeah, I think yours is it is illegal
2: here. But yeah, you, you got the but you man. but you go to the pasteurized like. Yeah, granted, pasteurized. Like I understand, like what pasteurization is, but I was like, how is it not better just to drink it straight out the damn udder?
1: Straight out the teat.
2: I mean, that's what a baby does when it's yeah, born.
1: That's what they do. That's what we do.
2: Yeah, I mean, how is it? I mean, like I'm not a big milk guy. I haven't drank milk in a while. But I'll have a milkshake. But yeah, milkshakes and cereals—the only time I have milk. I'm not. I'm not big on milk. I'm a little. I got a little touch of lactose intolerance. Oh, so like if I had me a glass of milk in the morning, I wouldn't be have, not having a good day. I wouldn't be uh, yeah. That's a very <laughs> good way to put it. Yeah, Not gonna have a good day. Gonna we'll have a, a yeah. shitty day. Yeah, that's a even better way to put it. Yeah. But um, but yeah, I mean just with every part of like, uh, okay, check this out. Two thousand five, Tom Cruise, he was talking to Matt Lauer about SSRIs, uh, medication prescribed for depression. And, like, he almost lost his career. Um, he almost lost everything because he was so pragmatic about his beliefs, about the field of psychiatry and the pills that they were prescribing for depression. Like, and it recently came out that everything he said back in 2005 was absolutely true. Do you think he'll be apologized? No, oh, hell no. you like, sorry, Tom, you're the right. We
1: remade Top Gun. That was an yeah. apology. I mean,
2: there is no apology needed, but... Because he didn't lose anything, but yeah. let's just say he did. Let's just say canceling existed then. was a thing him. back then, yeah. Uh, but so, like, recently in a medical report, this was uh, the Daily Caller uh, interviewing a psychiatrist that said, yeah, I mean, now that it's all out, is the reason why psychiatrists or, like, people in that field, like, treating, uh, whether it be, like, a, you know, a child, a, a little boy who just needs to be outside and give him a stick and a box and Next thing you know, we we'll have a sword and a shield. Like, let him use his imagination. Let him get his quirks and his shit out. He's he's a boy. He's active. Yeah. And, um, you know, like, don't prescribe him, like, riddling to calm him down.
1: Don't make him play video games. Yeah. Don't
2: put him in the, you know, the metaverse. But yeah. uh, even down to, like, what we prescribe to people for depression. And it turns out, this has been a known study for years. It's one thing I've been tooting my horn about, like, the past couple of days is, uh, the pills that they give you for depression actually give you suicidal thoughts. It makes it way worse than it actually is. Yeah. It puts you in a far worse place. They did a placebo. They gave people sugar pills and told them it was the same medication. They were better off because what were they doing? Your mind's a very powerful thing. They thought they were getting that medication, and they were getting it without the side effects. Yeah. And it wasn't doing shit. Yeah. They just thought it was. And so, like, man, like, 90% of our fucking problems right now, and, like, it's hard to name a person that isn't prescribed to some kind of medication. Yeah. Real talk.
1: I went for years without having any, and now I have, like, five.
2: Yeah. I mean, like, I don't have any right now. Like, I take a vitamin every now and then, but uh, it's about as far as it goes. But, uh, man, I, I had friends, like, 22 years old and was already on blood pressure medication. Nah, no, that's too much. I was like, what the fuck? They want you exercise. Yeah, exercise, <laughs>
1: change your habits.
2: Yeah. Maybe you don't need to smoke a pack a day. Yeah,
1: maybe put the cigarettes down. Maybe maybe put the fucking Because, I mean, down. that's the
2: thing. Like, Once you get on those medications, your body gets acclimated, and then it's like... Your body once, starts once, producing. Once you're on them, it's hard to get off.
1: Yeah, your body starts producing the serotonin or whatever it's replacing. That was
2: the thing about that study was that like, we know a lot more about serotonin. It has nothing to do with depression anymore. Yeah. Like They were completely wrong about it. They came out and said that, and here was the thing. It was very upsetting. They would prescribe you and literally write you off because they didn't want to give you more of their time. They would prescribe a pill just to get you off their plate.
1: Up. Yeah, make you just shut up and check
2: back with check back in with me quarterly. Yeah, we'll talk about how you're doing. And you come back and you say you want off the pill. Oh, they're just mad at you and offended and, like, almost make you feel just god-awful. And I feel like it's a horrible place for a person to be. Yeah,
1: like, I'm thinking about getting another pill for arthritis. As soon as I started, it started adding on, adding on, adding on, adding on. I didn't take take pills for a decade, dude.
2: So, like, I I really miss, like, when the fuck did everyone get so pro-Big Pharma? When did this happen? <laughs> Shit. I'ma say right when they
1: started like really pushing that cancer epidemic. I mean cancer is an epidemic. It always has been, it always will be. But when they don't know. really started I think I think there's a cure. There he is. Uh Rick Simpson oil.
2: But uh healthy people aren't good for the medical field. No. they well, need sick you, and dying. Need you sick and dying.
1: You can smoke weed and kill cancer, man.
2: I don't I don't know, but uh not necessarily
1: kill it, but it'll alleviate most all of all the symptoms.
2: I think uh I think the president would do a little good if he had a little reefer. Shit, I think <laughs> Yeah, it might help him out. I heard it's good for dementia. Yeah, and Alzheimer's. <laughs> my my elbow Joe out.
1: Yeah, it might, man. I mean, you know, J F K smoke Jays in the White House. That's what's up. He had what was it? Some Lou Gehrig's disease, I think. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, he was smoking weed in the White House way before it was legal.
2: I mean, that's one thing about it. Like, uh, you remember the big conspiracy, like back around COVID, especially like after Trump got COVID and he was treated with like the what was the big thing? They were like the horse the ivermectin. Is that what Ivermectin, it, yeah. And uh, and uh, the antibodies. What is what was the what was the big thing about that? The hydro module. Yeah, some something, 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 yeah, something antibodies, the Lance arm antibodies. Yeah, Lance arm antibody. Uh, yeah, like that was the treatment, and everybody was all up in the arms, like he's going to turn into a damn horse. And I was like, the damn doctor prescribed it, dummy.
1: Yeah, he got <laughs> it from a doctor. What are y'all talking about?
2: And then like, okay, well, we want everybody to get these damn shots. Did you see like the efficacy rate? What I they were talking about? Is it? They dangerous. came out on CNN the other day and was talking about how it wasn't effective at all. It's like, well, we're gonna we're gonna ask you to get another shot, get number five. How the fuck did we get to five? And like, how are you? Like, I love this. Like, every time someone who's vaccinated and like double boosted, they get COVID. And, like, uh, those people are the ones that's that's why it's they're flaring, spreading the it's, shit. It's flaring back up right now. Um, I'm not just pointing the finger at them. Totally. I mean, it's yeah. everybody's fault, but. Uh,
1: I think it needs to go back though. Like
2: I saw a chart the other day and it trended up like the unvaccinated are the very lowest in COVID cases now you might make the argument was like yeah because they got COVID and died no they didn't no they didn't <laughs> <laughs> they didn't no they they never got it they never got it never went to the doctor yeah.
1: never got bad enough to go to the doctor yeah
2: <laughs> and then it's like one shot, two shot. It was like climbing a hill. When you got to double, double shot, double boosted, it was like thousands of cases. Yeah, I was like, how do you look at this chart and be like, yeah, I think the fifth one will really do it. Yeah, and I love, I love really the people that you know they'll they'll come out and say, I'm uh, uh, double vaxxed, double boosted, contracted COVID. Uh, thankfully, it's not as bad as it could be. And I was like, how the fuck do you know that? <laughs> how do you know? <laughs> You got <laughs> I was like, you don't know that.
1: Why, <laughs> like, and he's the most
2: ridiculous thing you could possibly say. It's personal hygiene. It's like, dude, I woke up this morning and took a took a Tylenol for a headache. <laughs> you know? Well, today I took three and thankfully it wasn't as bad or yeah. how the fuck did you know? <laughs> no, man, it did not work like that. <laughs>
1: Yeah, there's there's people that, that's bought in kind of like people that bought bought into bird flu. <laughs> I mean, if you buy into bird flu, you bought into COVID. If you bought into COVID, you're buying into COVID. If you bought into COVID, you're buying into COVID again.
2: I'm sorry, but like if the mass mandates and all that shit comes back, I'm not. I'm I I'm, I'm out. I'm fucking done. No.
1: FedEx, fucking fire me. I'm
2: not. No.
1: Which I, which I, have
2: to be honest, I wasn't really good about it the first time. Because like I. When I first moved to
1: Memphis, I was kind of people.
2: <laughs> you know,
1: down here, I was always kind of around people I somewhat knew.
2: Oh, yeah. So I went okay, on it down here. That makes sense. But when I got up there, oh, yeah. I was masked up. It was about like two or three months ago. I walked in the restaurant. Get about to eat. And they just like, where's your mask? And I was like, uh, the fuck? <laughs> Excuse me? where's like, yours <laughs> oh they had it oh they had it? <laughs> yeah and they was like you can take one right there and i was like what's it for <laughs> from here to the booth i was like so when i sit down and order my drink i can take it off yeah yeah i'm not eating here yeah i'm not gonna eat you man <laughs> fuck your food <laughs> it
1: probably sucks anyway
2: <laughs> no, this is stupid I go to Waffle House and like sit at the bar next
1: to a hobo and like <laughs> he's scratching call. his ass. Yeah, so I can pick my nose. Yeah, <laughs> but there ain't gonna be a mask. Yeah, ain't gonna be no mask there. I saw a funny, funny thing today in Columbus. Guy had a mask on in his car on his forehead.
2: We're still talking about mask. Damn it, cops! <laughs> right? <laughs> Hell yeah! That always happens. I'm still pissed about it, man. So, like, if the mask mandates come back, dude, I'm literally, like, I might be just, like, get that shit off your face. Take that
1: off of your, like, slap, like, the dude that would go around and, like, slap the cigarette out of people's hands. Oh, yeah,
2: breaking cigarettes. Yeah. Just go up to him and just rip it down. Get the
1: fucker off your face. (laughs) Boy, take that off, stupid.
2: (laughs) That would be a very funny, like. Like, YouTube video, like, two, three minutes of getting people's interactions with that. Could you imagine when dude, you came you, you across all, those people you, with you the, come mask, the though, yeah. Oh, my God, dude. And it, like, smacks somebody in the oh. face. Oh,
1: dude.
2: You'd probably get shanked.
1: I <laughs> uh, just imagine. Just pulling in. Somebody's got on, like, an Oakley mask. You'd have to have a
2: guy follow you around. Like, if shit hit the fan, be like, yeah, dude, but, dude, just prank, feel prank. prank. There, you There's know, camera if over you there. Ever
1: really watch those videos. There are people that when people get violent, come running up. Hey, hey, hey,
2: yeah. The cameraman's over there. He's, he's right over there, man. Yeah, but every now and then on that same thing, like, well, I don't care. I don't <laughs>
1: care. Hey, cameraman, What?
2: Hey, yeah. cameraman, what
1: My camera.
2: Yep. <laughs> what the five fingers say to the face? <laughs> Slap. <laughs>
1: Oh, that's good. Oh, man. I hate, you know, I think going back to cancel culture, because that's still important. I think it's a big thing to get canceled now. I think it's more important to be canceled than not in the comedy world.
2: Well, we have a parallel economy now. Like, so many people lost their livelihood. Like, you know, maybe their YouTube channel got demonetized or Patreon got canceled. Or even think about this, it's like, I got a strike on Uber for not wearing a mask oh like four or five months ago nice and um like i some people I know are like they're banned from Uber or banned from Lyft or you know they can't they can't use PayPal no more like yeah, no. and I was like I mean you have to have a parallel economy like you it will get to that place to where like You go to a restaurant and they won't serve you because of your political beliefs or, like, you made a joke that offended a bunch of people. That's the scary place. And you walk back to the back of the restaurant and you order back there and you, like, get it to go because, like, you can't be seen in that restaurant. It's not that they don't want your money. They just can't be seen with you.
1: Yeah, that's a scary place to be, man. And I'm afraid that's where we're going. I, I firmly believe it, dude. And, you know, we're in very volatile money
2: times. Yeah. And I mean, it's it's been like uh, there's cop, war. You know, cops said it earlier. Like that movie Fear that was on yeah. when you came in. That's got Alyssa Milano in it, and um, yeah. she's fairly like we were talking about. That it was like was it Reese Witherspoon or Alyssa Milano? Like who was hotter in that movie? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I was like, well, it's Reese for me, but uh, Reese was hot back in the day. You know, but Alyssa was very hot in that film too. But uh, man, Trump broke a lot of people. Like she's still broke. Like I know people personally in my life, like they still talk about Trump. Yeah, and it's like all the bad things he uh, did. Well no, not even that. It's like just it's like you know, like the old man on the Simpsons shaking his hand at the air, like, damn you Trump Oh yeah. Like if you make a comment about gas prices, they're just like Well Donald Trump did this and I was like, Ain't nobody talking about that motherfucker. He's don't been really out of office for two days. Him, dude. I don't care about him no more. Why do you?
1: Yeah, why do you still care about what Dude, he it was like,
2: man, how expensive is that apartment in your head that he lives in? Yeah. So, I mean, like, their entire reality is, like, based on that. It's, it's kind of sad.
1: Yeah, there are people that that is their whole personality, being a Trump supporter now. Our, and that's
2: bad. Our, our, yeah, that too. It goes both ways.
0: Yeah.
2: It's ridiculous, dude. We're two years out from that election, and, like, Oh, my God. If he was to win, I feel like the country might break in half or some crap, you know. Oh,
1: man. California break off and stab
2: itself. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's like, oh, my God, dude.
1: Which, you know, there is, like, let's say upwards to 30 million people.
2: Half the country like him, though. That's that the thing. live in
1: California. And then yeah. there's, like, maybe 60 that live in the rest of the United States. Well, there's
2: 330 million people. Yeah. Not to mention, did you see the reports of the illegal, illegal immigrants over the past three months? Man, it's been an insurgency. So, uh, 250,000 were unaccounted for, and then 500,000 were accounted for and just let in. So, we're talking about over the past three months, three-quarter of a million people are here. Now, multiply that ever since he's been in office. We're talking, there could be an influx of five to six million people who aren't really even accounted for in this country.
1: I'm really thinking about learning Spanish, <laughs> where I can be They're not enough. just
2: from there, they're from all over.
1: Yeah, there's all PBO, but main mainly in Memphis, we're getting a lot of Mexican.
2: Did you see what like uh, Greg Abbott's doing now? Uh-uh. So, uh, it was hilarious. Uh, he's bought these buses, and he's loading those illegal immigrants up, and he. Started taking them to Washington, D.C. and d- dropping them off. Started taking them to New York City and dropping them off. <laughs>
1: Fuck yeah.
2: And uh, Eric Adams, the governor of New York, or the governor, the mayor of New York City, he came out in a press conference. He was like, these illegal immigrants are straining the um, our resources, our energy, our food. And I was like, but you're for it. Mm-hmm. But until it affects you yeah there that's the way that
1: that those types so I of thought people that are. was a
2: very i think that was, I thought that was a very uh aggressive move for a Republican because you know most of the time they're like kind of squishy, they don't do shit, yeah, and I was like, you actually did something and you're kind of ruffling feathers how about that yeah
1: an actual patriot in politics, who would have thought but I don't know we will.
2: We shall see.
1: It's going to be a strange world. We've got November coming coming in hot.
2: Yep. And that is your midterm, and I've heard it both ways. I've heard there will be a blue wave. i heard there will be a red tsunami. And, you know, there are a couple of senator jobs up for grabs. There's a couple of governor jobs up for grabs. I think the state of Arizona is very important. Um that uh, chick, Carrie Lake, who, uh, she used to be in media for uh, State of Arizona. She's running, I think she's Trump-backed in uh, America First. And, it's, like, I heard on a podcast the other day, it's like, why am I listening to it? It's Arizona, what does it affect me, right? But I was just interested to hear what she had to say. You know, it's rare because, like, most of the time you just let the media, like, she thinks this, da 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 and, like, you listen to her, and it's like, no, she doesn't. Yeah. I, I just heard her. Like, yeah, I, I heard her, from say her she did not. From her mouth. Like that. <laughs> yeah, it's like, do I trust you who write shit articles all day or do I trust the horse's mouth?
1: I will go with the horse usually. Well, I,
2: you know, it's, I think it's good to hear both sides and maybe the truth's in the middle. Who knows, right? Yeah. Because they're both going to be biting back at each other. Yeah. But anyway, she said the first thing that she was going to do was uh, she wanted to blow up the uh, cartel underground highway that's been there for years. She said, I don't care if they're in there or not. <laughs> I mean, She's like, this fentanyl is killing Arizona and I'm sick of it. I was like, Dude, that's Arizona pro Arizona is AF, right? Yeah,
1: that's that's it uh, that is the case though, man. Fentanyl is one of the worst epidemics in this country ever.
2: It's I mean, it's here. It's right here, you know. I mean yeah. it's 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 hard to name a community or a town that hasn't impacted. And it's killing people. Every day, man.
1: Big time. And, it's, and it, it's that, what is it, Car fentanyl. It's the one that only takes a couple of drops of the powder and you're done. Like dead. And then there's the regular fentanyl that you can take and you have to ingest like six grams of the powder to actually die. I
2: don't know, dude. So, there's nar-
1: man, there's anarchy in places. all. it's up here getting in to Memphis. a point to
2: where it's almost hard to meet a family or a circle of friends whose lives have not been negatively impacted by fentanyl.
1: Yeah, that it's, is a
2: fact. it's it's getting very difficult. Well, remember a few?
1: I'm gonna say probably ten years ago, opioids.
2: Yep, opioid crisis, and before that was heroin, heroin, which is opioids and heroin. An opioids, same thing. Same thing. It's just the way you do it. Yeah. Uh, they were on a roll. I'm gonna take another quick break. Yeah, that's cool. Pause for the cows.